Hello and welcome to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition. That's right, the live edition. And we are the podcast, the Funny Science Fiction podcast, the only podcast where Soylent Green tastes great and is less filling, too. That's an actual product now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so... <laughs> It's not only just a creepy old movie, it's now a product that you can buy and put in your body. Way to go, marketing people. Okay, so uh, just a couple of quick informational items. Before we get into our regularly scheduled show, we bring out our guests, and we all have a lot of fun. Uh, we just want to point out that we have two new mem uh, sponsor partners for our show. So we have River City Tees and Level Up Lightsabers. So now you may have watched the quick introduction video that I did the other day when I was too uh, unwilling to wait for today to talk about it because I was so <laughs> giddy and and just had to like, I'm like, oh my God, we get, we're sponsored by a lightsaber company. Um, but yeah, there was right, that. Didn't let us share and enjoy. No, I was kind of a jerk about it. I'll admit it. Um, <laughs> but if you watched that the other day, uh, you would have seen this following video. And we're very excited to be uh, being able to work with Level Up Lightsabers. And after you watch this video, you, not only are you going to want a, a lightsaber from Level Up, but you're just going to want to like go out and bang some sticks around until your lightsaber shows up. Anyway, check out the video from Level Up. Nice. So, yeah, that's a pretty exciting little thing. So not only can you get a really cool and stylish hilt, um, they offer all of that online. Sound um, effects included? Yeah. Not, yeah, they, they do have the sound effects and all that. Yeah, when um, we were doing the interview, he was swinging it around and sound uh, yeah, yes. He didn't have to add them in post. So, yes, we did not have to add that in post. They are there. Uh, anyway, um, but uh, they also offer an online training course. So when you buy your, your lightsaber from Level Up, you can also get uh, online training that will help you learn how to wield your lightsaber, and you will be able to become the Jedi or Sith that you have always wanted to be. Now, our other sponsor is River City Tees. And so let's share a little bit of information about River City Tees while we're at it. So you see these guys here? They are, well, they like to share in nerd media. So if you're looking for shirts, hoodies, uh, coffee mugs, uh, stickers, masks, phone cases, whatever. As you can see, there is a variety of things that you can choose from uh, on this website. So there will be links for both River City Tees and uh, links for uh, Level Up Lightsabers uh, in the uh, information of this show. We'll post that on both uh, our YouTube channel and also on our Facebook page for the podcast as well. Now, now that the business is out of the way, and you, oh, very one more thing. exciting business. The very, very exciting business. And even if you look in the top right-hand corner, our little logo also has logos from River City Tees and Level Up Lightsaber. And you are welcome, Kathleen, your daughter. <laughs> Whoa, I want one. 
We're getting one, baby girl. I love it. All right. So now that we've done that, on to tonight's entertainment. So our first guest is Jason Taylor from Three Geeks Podcast. Jason likes long walks on the beach and is a sucker for a sunset with an umbrella drink. Welcome, really Jason. Am. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. That's a brilliant way to spend an evening. No, Long Island iced tea with a little umbrella in it. I'm down. I'm not a beer guy, so a Long Island iced tea would be amazing. That sounds sounds good to me, good. actually. I'm not going to lie. Anything with flavor. I'll take two. <laughs> <laughs> I just want one of the big fishbowl ones. The size of my head. <laughs> and our next guest is Casey Plot from the Scene Snobs podcast. Casey is just a boy and looking for that per- perfect snuggle. Could you be his cuddle bear? I'd love to be his cuddle bear. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a delight? I mean, that is fantastic. Thank you so much for that wonderful intro because I am. I am a big cuddle bear. So are you See, a professional cuddler? Not yet. No, there's a couple courses I still have to take. I'm working my way there, though. Gotcha. He's in. He still has amateur status at the moment, but he's <laughs> he's seeking that professional accreditation. I'm almost there. It's so close. So do you prefer money that way too? Right. Do you prefer the cuddle position, Mama Bear, or <laughs> uh, I'm actually more of a spoon level C. It's, okay. it's you know it's closer to a ladle. It's a... <laughs> there you go. So there's that. They actually do have professional cuddle cuddlers, and I think. Oh, I've seen. Yeah, yeah. it's it looks pretty fantastic. Actually, they have the in the cuddle pillows and everything. Oh, it's a whole thing. The industry, it's big. I have so many questions about what you Google, Nick. <laughs> Apparently, Nick and I are on the same page, man. Well, I mean, I understand the idea of a professional cuddler because we do have such an oxytocin deprivation in the world. Hugs are not okay. And especially in a pandemic now when people are gross and gurney. It's terrible. And I'm a big hugger. So it's been awful. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. All right. You want to talk some sci-fi? Yes. Let's do it. All right. That's why we brought you guys here. So we can nerd out, talk some sci-fi, and have some fun. I mean, we can always talk cuddling. I mean, that's just a normal afternoon chat. What about sci-fi cuddling? Ooh. Something with eight arms. It could be a thing. Cthulhu might want to cuddle. Who knows? There you go. All right. So uh, our last live, we had Fred Carroll and Andrew Morrison on the show. And those guys were were pretty awesome on convincing us what to watch, even though it sucked. And uh, they did such a good job at not telling us what it was, but telling us what it was that none of us could guess it. <laughs> so we thought this week we'd have the madman, Casey. And Jason from Three Geeks, come on. And they're going to tell us what not to watch, even though it's their favorite sci-fi genre. So, all right, guys, your mission is to tell us what not to watch without telling us what it is. And at the end, we're going to see if we can guess and see if we're close or if uh, you have baffled us and we stunk up the joint just like we did last time with Andrew and Fred. Theirs were really hard, though. Well, you know, in all fairness, Fred did pick the most obscure, horrible, sci-fi, D-level movie he could find. What was that? Like Rollerblades? Roller yeah, yeah, Rollerblades of Doom and Bikini Bearers. I don't know. It was something awful. <laughs> He was very I don't know, proud there was of something it. about nuns in there too. Yeah, there were some killer nuns or something, but yeah. Well, that that actually would add points for me. So. It, yeah, you know, you know. Nuns are scary. Yeah. Nuns and habits and on rollerblades with knives and stuff, but yeah. You know. 
Anyway. All right. So who wants to be the first victim and try this out? I'll let you guys flip a coin. Jason, what do you what do you want to do? I can go. All right, you go, brother. All right. That way I don't have to follow you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so picture a show with a bunch of really attractive people, right? They have hairdressers at a place they shouldn't have hairdressers. Their hair is always nice. It's always put up in nice little dues. Nobody's hair ever grows longer. People on the show never lose weight, even though they're stranded somewhere where they don't have access to a lot of food. There's a bunch of sut that goes around just killing people that nobody can really, really, really understand. You know, eventually they get back to where they wanted to go, or at least some of them does. And then they decide to go back and still, you know, they're never found. And I just don't understand what this show is about. I mean, who wants to see Sut killing people? Am I right? Am I right? No, nobody wants to see that. That's horrible. Horrible. And who's ever going to believe that a guy weighing 400 pounds is going to be stranded on a deserted place for months and months and months and doesn't lose? Maybe he even gains. He might even gain weight in the, the show. So, yeah, who wants to watch that? Okay. Is the TV show Lost? Yes. Wow. I was going with the, is it lost or is it the 100? But then you said the 400 pound guy. And I'm like, wait. I have never actually seen that show. That is my favorite show of all time. (laughs) It was good until the finale. I love the finale. (laughs) Ooh, discuss, discuss. What do you think happened in the finale? See, the, the whole idea that the, to me, it seemed like they had actually died in a plane crash and none of it actually existed. There's a line. A, a lot of people think that, and it drives me crazy because there's a line in the finale that specifically negates that theory that that happened. So everything that happened in real life happened. It was um, some religion. I, I don't know which religion it is, but there are religions out there that believe that when you die, you go into like a purgatory until the people that were closest to you join you, mm-hmm. and then you guys live out until you realize the events that led to your death, and then you can pass on. That's what that final was. So when they died on the show, they all went to that area to wait. And then what we saw was the end playing out. But it's one of my favorite shows of all time. It's one of the first shows that really introduced me to podcasting. So as I was watching it live, I'm listening to it. It's probably one of the best fan experiences I ever had because I went to some theater Mm -hmm. um, showings of Lost. And it got to interact with fans, went to Q&As like that that core group at least during the run of the show you know some people are split on the finale and that's cool if you don't like the finale based on the merits then i i'm all for that but there's right. a lot of people that just misunderstand what happened in the finale and that part yeah, I, think I need crazy. to go back and watch it again because yeah. i haven't watched it since the finale and like, it didn't help that abc had some footage of uh, just you know some stock footage of just the plane burning on the mm-hmm. island that they decided to add at the end and that doesn't help anybody explanation right. but uh no it's one of the best experience i've ever had watching a show just because of the interaction i got to watch it live and i'm glad that that show happened because without lost we don't have any of the tv we have now that's so right. true it tricked, really lost tricked people into watching a science fiction show mm-hmm. my dad would never watch the show with um time travel and all the other stuff that's in this, and he did. He got hooked because they did a great job of hooking you with the initial pilot and then taking you through these mysteries, and some of them were absolutely absurd. But I I love the show, and I'll defend it till the day and I die. Season the finale? 
season three probably could have been a lot shorter. Yeah, John says that he watched the Lost finale in a movie theater in Traverse City. It was a cool experience. I wanted to do that, John, so bad. When was okay? May twenty third, two thousand and ten. Oh, I know why I couldn't go do it. That was the last week of my high school. Yeah, <laughs> I'm oh, like, wait, mold. why wasn't I doing fun stuff? Because <laughs> I was a senior. You were a baby. Uh, so, okay. So I, I guess I didn't realize that Lost had like time travel stuff in it. Mm -hmm. I, I so I, I never watched an episode of it because um, I didn't understand what was going on. Uh, from the previews and everything else, and I I kind of got exposed to it a little bit late, and then so I was just like, eh, forget it. So I and never really got started. I'm with you on that. I made it to about season four, and I it was just throughout many years, and I tried to go back and revisit it, and it just it asked too many questions without any answers, and I was like, yep, yeah, me but that's but that's it's a J.J. Abrams show, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, for that's me, that's, the, JJ, the that's JJ's signature: ask a lot of questions, don't give any answers. Well. Yeah. I, I was following the writers and stuff as they were going. They kept expressing the fans that this is a story about people, not necessarily the island. And so maybe that's one of the reasons I liked it so much because I did follow it for the characters. Because I mm -hmm. think that the show has some of the best acting and best written characters ever. In season two and three, they'll admit it was probably one story that they shouldn't have stretched out over two seasons. And uh, I do agree. Two and three suck. But four, five, and six were amazing. See, hmm. and I, it's been so long since I've watched it, but I loved watching it. Like, I, it was great. It was a great show. There were a lot of those, what we now, what I now understand are J.J. Abrams' key elements and those, those twists and those questions that going into it didn't necessarily make sense. But you look at it post and you're like, oh, that's it what is, he was doing. You can definitely see Damon Lindelof all over it. But, uh. My mom hates the show because uh, my dad went on vacation on Sunday night. So he tore apart the bathroom. He was supposed to do bathroom work the rest of the week. And this is after Lost aired. And I'm watching it because I lived with him at the time. And uh, he sits down during episode one and goes, what's this stupid show you're watching? So then the show ends and he goes, we can watch one more. I got time. I mean, I don't mind. There's nothing else I want to watch. So then I leave after episode two. My mom calls me the next day around 8 p.m. and says, your dad's already on season two of this stupid show. He hasn't <laughs> left the couch. And then we get to season five and my dad calls me and goes, I'm out. Time travel. I have no interest anymore. I'm done with the show. I'm walking away. And then like the next morning, my mom said he didn't walk away. He spent another 12 hours watching his entire vacation he spent to Lost. That <laughs> so bathroom was vacation. torn apart until the next one. My sister and I were house-sitting for my aunt on spring break and borrowed the first three seasons on DVD and binged them. And I think that was the last my sisters ever watched it. Yeah. Well, see, I binged seasons one through three, too, and I watched the other seasons live, and that might be part of the reason I like the show a lot more. It's because I got through some of the slower parts fast. Yeah. You didn't have the week-long wait between. Ah, uh, yes. The old school wait, week long wait. My sister, however, though, still talks about the the scene with the C4. Mm -hmm. Is that season one or season two? Season two. You got some Ernst on you? You got some Ernst on you. Every time, anytime somebody gets covered with anything, you got some Ernst on you. I'm like, oh, Julia Krause. <laughs> I love that guy, Jorge Garcia. He's yes! He was a great character. And his his act, the actor is great. The character was fantastic. Hurley was great. Mm -hmm. I remembered his name. And besides, what other show has had uh, a Weezer CD, you know, you know, named after a character? Right. 
fair. I mean, I've got nothing else for the lost. I'm just trying to help pump it up a little bit here. So we're going to go with Weezer and Hurley. <laughs> do I think I geeked out enough for everybody. There you go. <laughs> no, good. All right. So lost. I might have to go back and try and circle back, see if I can get in a little bit of that. John, that's what I'm binging now. Uh, John, you. you have been you have been warned. All right, <laughs> so not what I've been binging over and over and over again. So he's fine. <laughs> I'll put my diagnosis murder DVDs away. There you go. All right, all right, Madman. All it. right. So let me tell you all about this horrible piece of garbage. First of all, the movie is set up like an infomercial. So the entire time in this universe that we're thrust into, which is some sort of weird socio experiment where Rome basically won and this idea set forth where you have to serve in the military no matter what. And that's the only way you can be considered a citizen. So then there's an intergalactic war randomly for no darn reason. Apparently we just started a fight with this other being on another species on another planet who we have some form of on our world, but they're completely different. And yet we equate them, therefore creating some form of like, that's how you know racism and stereotypes are perpetuated through that sort of hate. So what a miserable hunk of junk, plus unnecessary nudity. I mean, nudity just anywhere, randomly. Like, I mean, it just, why do you need to have a conversation in the shower? Why is that a normal spot? Just not worth it. I mean, it makes no sense. We, the whole way through, and then everyone dies. All the main characters, the whole way through, die, whittle their way down, so you don't even get to really, as you start to love a certain character, and hope, oh, gee, this could be a great thing, they crush your hopes and dreams. So I wouldn't recommend watching this wonderful, wonderful, delightful movie. Revenge of the Nerds. Negative. <laughs> no, I, I do like the fact that it Jason looked lost until you said unnecessary nudity, and he's like, oh, I know what it is! <laughs> <laughs> it can be so many things. It's a dangerous well, way yeah, to go. There. Well, there is that. I Logan's do think I know run. what it is. What was that, Nick? Logan's Run. Negative, but close. I like it. <laughs> Starship Troopers. Yes, sir. You yeah. are correct. My absolute favorite. I grew up with that movie in high school. I have been such a fan of that movie. It has run to the core of my soul. <laughs> it's one of those awful movies that I just love. Doogie Howser is one of the first roles I saw him outside of Doogie Howser. So that was awesome. Uh, and in this world where I was like, wait, like a super nerd like me could be cool. Like I could be a general leading people. That's fascinating. Right? And Clancy Brown, everything Clancy Brown does. I'm just, I love that guy. Yeah. Well, he's, sometimes he's, I'll actually get one right and I won't look like the, just the pretty face. <laughs> Maybe. You crushed lost. Yeah. But Nick actually said it first. So fair. There's that. I'm just excited that I, I, I got one. I, you know, before Casey's, I was uh, I was over. Where did you uh, uh, snag that one? When? Yeah. Uh, when you said you went off to another. When you said uh, actually it was about the citizen. That's how you had to become mm. a citizen. Um, I was like, oh, I'm like that's why I put my hand up. I'm like, I bet you this is Starship Troopers. And then you started mentioning the other species. That you're like, we have some of them here on our planet, but they're a little bit different. And I'm like, oh, it's definitely it's definitely the bugs. It's definitely <laughs> Starship Troopers. Uh, and then you sealed it with the, the shower scene uh, well, conversation. You know. I had a total recall until um, you said everybody dies. Yeah, if you would have led with everybody dies, I would have been like, and I'm like, oh, Rogue One. All right, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's a little more everyone than everyone. That's yeah. that, that is the entirety. That's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and dead. 
So <laughs> done <laughs> and done. Yeah, be the Oprah of death on that show, and you get a death ticket, <laughs> and you get a death ticket. All right. So, all right. So, other than other than that, what else was it about about Starship Troopers that really kind of grabbed you? Because, like for me, uh, I remember the first time I saw it, I was in my teens. I had to be. I think they came out late nineties, didn't it? It did, yeah. Yeah, I think it late was ninety-six 90s. thereabouts. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was right, right about that time. A, I was impressed with the fact that Doogie Hauser could do something other than hold a clipboard. <laughs> right. Um, and he plays a pretty good jack wagon in that in that movie. Neil um, Harris is so incredibly multifaceted and talented. Oh, he's an amazing actor. I would yeah. I would I, the only problem is if I were to ever have Neil Patrick Harris or NPH to those who love him, um, wherever have a chance to able to sit down and talk with with him, the first hour of our conversation would have to be about the show How I Met Your Mother. Oh, absolutely, so Barney Stinson. Join our show um, because <laughs> because um, yeah, I'm a huge How I Met Your Mother nerd. Love that show. Agreed. Um, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His unpopular opinion is I think How I Met Your Mother's mother is better than Friends. Oh, it is. Hands I agree. And I like both, but How I Met Your Mother is on another one. They have the episode where they make fun of that, where they go to a coffee shop, sit around for a minute, and they're like, ah, this is boring. <laughs> yeah, this is boring. Let's go back to the bar. <laughs> I mean, when I first watched How I Met Your Mother and we got to the, you get to the end and you're like, that's what this whole thing, really? Really? Yes. Thank you, Nick. Accept oh, the ending. I called it at the very beginning of the final season. I'm like, yeah, she's dead. So always about robin and and the episode with with marshall's father dying is just one of the most I incredible pieces of acting you want to yeah you want to you want to talk well, about uh coming out of nowhere and making you cry in front of your kids there's a good one they didn't yeah. tell Ooh. him they did not tell yeah the that that was what was happening that yeah was jason siegel had no reaction. clue that was coming i made that mistake of watching that episode like two weeks after my dad died and oh. I for like oh. six and a half hours like yeah it was bad. I, I wasn't paying attention to which episode was on next, and it started, and I'm like, and we're done here. <laughs> yeah, depending on the day. There's some days, as much as I love that show, when I when I go back through and I go back to Hulu and I'll binge watch that over mm -hmm. and over again, uh, there will be times where I have to uh, skip that episode because I'm like, I'm like, I, today is today is going to be a, a moist eye day uh, if I continue <laughs> with this. <laughs> exactly. See, I'm on the opposite. I make sure on those days where I need to cry, I'm like, that's locked and loaded. Well, that's true. Um, you know, and I have to agree. Marshall, Marshall is one of the best characters. I. It's between Marshall and Marnie, it, but for different reasons, completely different reasons. Uh, Marshall's the feel-good character. Barney's the make-me-laugh character. Marshall so. is the character that you want your best friend to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm not so even upset that, on, that we've we've drifted off to a How I Met Your Mother chat on a sci-fi show. This is fantastic. <laughs> it's worked out really well. Well, it is a different world. It well, is. and Barney is a huge uh, Stormtrooper fan. I mean, he has the mass. He's a he huge does. Star Wars he fan. Does. So, besides, and they go, they, uh, robots versus wrestlers all the time. I mean, come on, it's all sci-fi. Besides NPH, I think Lily would be my favorite character. Yeah, I love some, Allison Hannigan. Allison Hannigan yeah. is amazing. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's got she's got some great uh, some great parts in that show. All right, so I yeah, favorite Neil Patrick Harris role though, by far, is Doctor Horrible. Oh, oh, those are good. Yes, yeah. I 
Yes. Love Dr. Horrible. Oh, Dr. Horrible is so great. And Captain Hammer. Yes. Oh, it's so hilarious when he introduces himself and he's just smashing his face in. <laughs> <laughs> My yes. daughter is amazing. We had that soundtrack memorized. The first time I watched it with my mom and my we got to the end and my mom's like, that's it. That's all there is. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I actually liked him in uh, a series of unfortunate events as. Oh, yeah. oh yes. yeah. I have a hard time with that show for some reason. I don't know why. I like absolutely everybody in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's wonderfully cast. I think it's done well. And, and I know that the show is based on the ridiculousness of the fact that nobody can identify Count Orlov, uh, uh, Olaf, uh, from you know anybody else. <laughs> but I get mad at how stupid the people are. I'm just like, you flipping idiot. It's Olaf. I mean, it's Olaf. It's, how can you not see that it's Olaf? But As yeah. these poor children are continuing to go through this strife. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I, I really have to give credit to Neil Patrick Harris going into the to the Netflix series of it after the movie, which was brutal and fantastic at the same time. But trying to follow and be the Count without being Jim Carrey as the Count was... That's one of his best traits, is that he wasn't Jim Carrey. Yep. Mm-hmm. I actually hated I, the Jim Carrey version, and I love the Neil Patrick Harris version. Yeah, well, Jim Carrey oversells things a lot. You Which know. is good for the Count's character. Right. But, you know, I mean, it worked for him in The Mask. It worked for him in, you know, Ace Ventura. I don't know mm-hmm. if it worked for him in, in Lemony. But that's just me. John says, Count Olaf hides the same way that Superman does in plain sight. Well, that's true. There is the whole Clark Kent Superman. I just changed the way my hair is parted and put on some glasses. <laughs> Which is like if it, like if Nick changed the part in his hair and took off his glasses, we wouldn't know that it was Nick. Well, of course not. You have to CGI his mustache off too, though. <laughs> <laughs> now you just look like you woke up, Nick. <laughs> How's that? Who's that glorious man? Hello. <laughs> Who is that mus- much mustachioed man? Uh, hey, Nick. Someone who's just on your screen. <laughs> yeah, your screen's backward. Good luck trying to get your hair back to right. <laughs> I know. I can't, like... There we go. Don't Close listen up. to the Gen Zers. Side parts are okay. <laughs> That's right. You're a beautiful man, Nick. I don't care what anybody tells you. Darn tootin'. All right. All right. So actually, I think those were both really good choices. Um, I think those are both really solid, solid picks for, for cool sci-fi and, and what to watch. All right. So quick question for both of you. And I know that we didn't, I didn't prep you for this. So here it comes. What are you watching in sci-fi now that you'd like to tell everybody that is a good watch? Jason, what you got? Discovery. I love Star Trek Discovery. I especially like the fact that they've shot into the future and we've gotten away from all the prequel stuff. Um, I'm not a huge fan of prequels because you know how they go and usually they just create more plot holes than they do anything great. And I do not like the way they retconned the end of season two before they went into the future, but it is what it is. The show overall has been great. And I really love Doug Jones. Okay. Yeah, I love Doug Jones. He's fantastic and have been loving Discovery as well. Uh, but right now, tops of my list is actually back to Altered Carbon. I never finished season two with Anthony Mackie. And with him being in Falcon Winter Soldier, I was like, ah, I need some more Anthony Mackie in my life. So <laughs> finally getting into that and just wrapping up season one, getting ready to start season two. Very excited. What, what's it show. called? Altered Carbon. 
Never heard Net- of it. Netflix show. Yeah. So it's right. basically the idea that we live in this computer disc in our brain and that's what our con- conscious is and we can change bodies at will. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a pretty, pretty fun idea. So there's like a time travel aspect and element to it. And it's fun. The first season with Joel McKinnon and, uh, I can't remember anyone else off the top of my name right now, off the top of my head. Uh, but then in season two, Anthony Mackie takes over as the lead because they can, once again, just change bodies at will. So, And, and there's an AI played uh, who takes on the form of Edgar Allan Poe that is just hilarious. He is fantastic. <laughs> he's like All a right. crack to AI. He's not quite right. He's had viruses and been alive too long and been a- not around people. So now he's trying to get back around people. It's hilarious. So pretty much what we're going to be like when the pandemic's over. Precisely. <laughs> we're almost there <laughs> well not michigan but yeah uh that's a whole yeah. other topic uh how much it's like he's cracking we're almost that's into that that's what i get for looking at the news before i started this i've been okay. doing uh resident alien lately Ooh. yeah oh yeah yeah i've been wanting to pick that up alan tudyk is amazing i love yeah. it my watch list I, that's just as far as it's gone <laughs> ditto yeah yeah, uh, I watched a trailer for it. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> that is more than I've watched. Uh, so, Nick, are all the se- are episodes out? or uh, This season's episodes, yes. Uh, they did get another season in, thankfully. <laughs> Hate to see Alan Tudyk go through another uh, show. <laughs> one and one done. <laughs> are you too afraid to say the name of the show out loud? Yeah, we're not going to say it. Brown for, for life. Brown for life. <laughs> Did anybody watch Alan Tudyk in Con Man? Yes, loved him on that. Do yourself a favor if you have not. Okay. I'll yeah, it was that. a Venmo series. It's fantastic. Okay. Sean Astin's in it, so you know he's in everything. Actually, all Firefly is in it. Really? Okay. Yeah, he plays a guy who was on a canceled uh, sci-fi show with uh, Nathan Fillion plays the guy who played the captain of said <laughs> fictional sci-fi show. And this is about their journeys through the cons. It's really funny. Wow. All right. Oh, I heard about that and I wanted to see that. And then I forgot about that. <laughs> I believe Kudik wrote it, too. He did. About anything with Nathan Fillion, I'll, I will watch. Me, too. <laughs> I, I love that man. Even so- Castle? Yes. The only thing I've seen Nathan Fillion in that I can't see you watching, Tim, is Santa Clarita Diet. Don't know what that is, so sure, let's go with that one. <laughs> I was so mad. First episode, he gets eaten. Right. Alert. It is a Netflix zombie comedy drama. Yeah, you lost me at zombie. With so. Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. It's yeah, you lost me at Drew Barrymore. ridiculous. <laughs> Nathan Fillion for me after Slither. I mean, that man can do no wrong. And he was great in Buffy. He's phenomenal. He cracks me up in Rookie. The cop show. Yeah. He does get eaten in the first episode, but then his severed head comes back later. And that's just all sorts of weird. Dang it. Now I'm going to watch a Drew Barrymore show. (laughs) Don't do it. Fight that urge, Jason. You fight that urge. (laughs) I really hate that they canceled it, though, because they didn't finish the story. Just after one season again? Uh, Two. Oh, okay. It got two whole seasons. Well, hey, two whole seasons. That's a hundred percent improvement. All right. All right. So let's move on in our, our list of topics here. So this is something that I did include for you. 
on your pre-show what we could talk about stuff. So this one, you'll actually know what to talk about. This isn't just off, off the back of the seat of your pants. All right. So let's talk about what we collect. Oh, we have one more Nathan Fillion comment right here. Nathan Fillion is the best Green Lantern. Sure, it's just his voice with an animated body, but look at the alternatives. Well, technically, <laughs> you could say the same for, you know, the Green Lantern movie. It was just his voice in his face. Yeah, that's Don't it. make the suit animated. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with John. So He was better than Reynolds, and that's hard to do in my book. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is amazing. Ryan Reynolds is the best. So, all right, so. Let's talk about what you're collecting these days. What are you collecting and what is your most favorite or prized item in amongst that collection? All right. Well, I believe Jason is going to grab his. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to go grab excited. mine. Jason, uh, here for a second. I have a couple. Okay, actually, Jason, you go ahead and I'll go grab mine. Ghostbusters. I've bought, I've bought all of them. They've, they've started re-releasing the old real Ghostbusters toys. Okay. And yeah, I got them all on my wall behind me because I decided mm -hmm. to have a childhood, which I wish I hadn't, and got rid of all these or they broke. So now mm -hmm. I am young Jason is getting his toys back. I'm there very excited because they just announced they're re-releasing the Ecto cooler and or the Ecto car, and I'm so in. I mean, I, I almost want to buy them. I understand why to buy toys. I clearly don't understand. <laughs> How many more do you have coming in the mail? I put up five new ones today. That's that's not the point. I mean, of course we understand they're awesome. They're so cool. And there's no point in not buying toys. It's fun. Right? It I bought a joy. dinosaur for myself this weekend. Because I could. We're adults. That's right. That's what we do. My daughter keeps trying to say it's hers. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is <laughs> my dinosaur. <laughs> like Power Rangers, too. Oh, nice. Is that a... Is that a uh... Power Morpher. Oh, okay. It had a little bit of a glare, and I was having a hard time seeing what it was. Does so. it come with a suit? <laughs> you push the button, do you turn into the suit? I wish, man. I mean, when the ladies decide to come visit me at my house, they're going to love my room. It looks like a four-year-old. <laughs> that's, that's why my podcast guy cave is here at my shop and not at the house. Because my wife, um, well, this was overtaking the, the front room, and she was not impressed. <laughs> But she's she's probably watching, and I love you, honey. You're wonderful. And I was gonna um, say, I'm sure she was nothing but loving and supportive. No, she has been. She's been awesome about it. I want a two hundred dollar action figure. Well, you can get a seven hundred. You can get a seven hundred dollar action figure that uh, will transform on command. Now, have you seen that the video the the videos of the uh, Optimus Prime that you can tell them uh, Optimus transform. So that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's like seven hundred dollars right now. But yeah, you can tell. I well, I have to look it up. But uh, or Nick, actually, want you want to look that up real quick, and we can share that that video. Um, what is it? Uh, transforming Optimus Prime. So lazy, but I want one. <laughs> you you forgot my full title. Uh, sweet, wonderful, adorable woman who I love. Was that the rest of the title? Nailed it. That I don't deserve. Don't forget that part. Well, we all we all know that. I look. I I am the first to admit I'm married way above my skis. I am way over the my level. Well, back to how I met your mother. But there's always a a reacher and a settler. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, 
Well, I hate to call her a settler, but yeah, she settled. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, the optimistic crime thing is is super cool. Um, so you can tell it, you know, like you can tell it to Autobots roll out, and if it's standing up as Optimus, it'll it'll transform with all the all the noises and wah, 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 and go down and then and then start driving off. I'd never get work done again. Right? <laughs> hey, honey, guess what we're getting with our tax return? Just wanted you to know. I mean, I'm still remembering back to the days when you had like the big chunk of remote <laughs> control that had two buttons and you were excited because it might say something as it moves forward and with right? a big cord attached to it. So you had to stay like two feet away from it. Right. Yeah. It, you were, yeah, you were getting walked, but yeah. Uh, yeah. It was still exercise. Now it's like way cooler. <laughs> You're welcome, I, Jana. I love you. You are, you bring balance to the force. <laughs> no, she just levels out the testosterone. <laughs> Or the same thing. She brings out seriously difficult job. Yeah, I believe it. The token we're, girl status is a hard thing to hold up. Do you, were you able to find it, Nick? I think I found a clip of it inside of another video. <laughs> oh yeah, this is it. Yeah, it's Kevin Smith. This is the one I watched. Mm. But oh, yeah, God. I love Kevin Smith. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about uh, to cry. I got tears in my eyes. <laughs> isn't that awesome? Yeah, I need also that. Still totally <laughs> yeah. And then as and then once it's in that full standing and upright position, you can say Autobots roll out and it'll go back down and start driving off. It is so cool. It and awesome. the rest of that the second half of that video, uh Kevin Smith says that. And the look on his face is he is a four-year-old boy just as giddy as can be. He's like, oh, <laughs> which is the same exact look I'm pretty sure I had on my face uh, the first time I saw it. And you know, he has like, such, I love his facial expressions. He, you can't, oh, yeah. hide, he does not hide his emotions. No, Kevin Smith's amazing. Do you guys remember the Dinobots <laughs> that they had? Nines, oh, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. Vaguely. Oh, yeah. I like those. Like they were like a nice chrome, and then like complicated enough to like entertain a kid. But well, they did more. They were the ones who had a little more articulation. Like that was that big round of oh, it's cooler because it's dinosaurs. I mean, right. who doesn't love dinosaurs? You put dinosaurs yeah. and robots together, it's the right. ultimate combination, right? Which is why we also have Mecha Godzilla. But you know. I kind of miss those ones and don't know where they went, but. <laughs> They're amazing. Love those. Uh, I wish I would have held on to half the things I had as a kid. Oh. I thought I outgrew them and I didn't need them anymore. Not to mention my amazing uh, baseball and uh, football card collection that I had back in the day. I just gave away because, you know, I was a big kid now. Worst mistake you could ever make. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, yeah. All the comic books that I got rid of and now have to come back to. Oh, all right. Yeah. And they're much more expensive nowadays to go yeah. back and get the cool things. I'm re-recollecting the G.I. Joes from the 80s. And those oh, things yeah. Fortune. Mm -hmm. I got a couple for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, Casey, what's your collection? Uh, so, I actually kind of have two things that I normally collect. Normally, I'm big into art. I love collecting art, especially conventions. You know, whenever different comic book artists have, you know, panels that they put up, things of that nature. I love that. Uh, since that has been kind of a not happening thing, <laughs> I went back to an old standard with comic books. Okay. Uh, and one of my favorite comic books that I ever collected was this little guy that I got in Baltimore. 
Uh, and that oh, I got nice. it, got to meet and have that man right there, Stan Lee, autograph it. So that was a pretty rad. That's oh, that's kind of my my thing. That was meeting him was pretty rad. It just I was, awesome. I was dumbfounded. I, I didn't, couldn't say anything. I, he just said, "Well, how are you today?" And I was like, "I'm great, sir." Like I was like an eight year old kid again, just going to spend my first dollars on my first comic book. It just and here's Stanley. It was fantastic, wonderful. I've forgotten how to speak, but. <laughs> That would be awesome. That would be so cool. Uh, this is pretty cool. So I do love collecting that. I've been picking up a lot of that. Uh, recently, more books that I'm getting are actually geared towards my daughter. She's really been heavily into books. So we've been going Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, Spider-Gwen, Unstoppable nice. Wasp. So uh, Marvel Rising, that that level. Awesome. So she is she's loving it. We're having so much fun because I'm getting into a whole new level of collecting that I haven't been in for years. Uh, back in my old like Spider-Man Todd McFarlane days. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm kind of excited about that with my daughter right now because my daughter is really getting into superhero and anime stuff. And yeah, that's uh, a great phase, man. Yeah. And uh so we've we've gone through the the superhero, especially and I wanted to make sure that that she knew that of the how cool Captain Marvel is and, and how cool um you know some of these female characters are you know are in in, in the, the comic book world. And you know, I'm like, hey, these guys are great, they're awesome. Here they are, let's go check them out. Uh, and so she is like, she loves Jessica Jones, the, the TV nice. shows. Wow. Like loves Jessica Jones. And she's already told me, she's like, if you ever get Kristen Ritter on the show, Kristen Ritter, by the way, if you're watching, listening somehow, please be on the show. I'd like to introduce you to my daughter. She's <laughs> an ultra fan and she might not even say a word. She'll probably just cry, but she would love to meet you. Yeah. Oh, there'd be some loud squeaks. I can guarantee <laughs> you that. Um, but yeah, so we've, her and I have had, had a lot of fun comparing notes about, you know, and she's, it's kind of cool because she's real big into reading and journaling and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and so she has started a superhero journal. So every time she watches a show, she makes notes and really extensive notes about the characters and what they do and what she liked about them, what they, she wishes that character story arc would have done and, and all these cool things. Notes. Yeah. <laughs> Kathleen knows. Amazing. She's been talking with my daughter, comparing notes. They're going to have another nerd session here in a few days, I believe. Yeah, we had we had like a three-hour Zoom nerd out, and she's showing me her notebooks, and I'm like, oh, my word. Yeah, very <laughs> extensive. color-coded, and I mean, I'm freaking out because those are amazing, and it's also the, oh, my gosh, I don't even know where to start with this. That's fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of uh, art and Transformers, um, and one one of the artists that I know does um he has to show up his phone goes Godzilla characters in anime fashion Ooh. and uh I also just recently used her to commission some art for the board game that I have coming up hopefully in a couple months but uh yeah I'll share some of her artwork with you it is Nekyo, Nekyo Usagi. Okay, is her artist name. Yeah, I'd love to check that out. I'm I'm really getting into. Uh, I'm kind of going back in time a little bit too, and getting more into my movie posters and filling those up because Drew Struzan is one of my favorites. So just loading right. with every single thing he ever put out. Wow, this is awesome. Those are yeah. So she does like. Godzilla, Mothra, you know, just all the, and I'm just like, oh, those are so amazing. Yeah. 
That's really Those cool. are rad. I can't even draw a straight line. That's really cool. <laughs> um, she's been doing her own stuff. Some Godzilla flashbacks, and she also does like Transformers and. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then this up here is the board game races that I had her do. Wow. So I'm like excited for that. Yeah, that's rad. Do we have details? Uh, details for the board game? Yeah. Okay. It's so- amazing. It's not like every time you just walk around <laughs> like, hey, so my buddy's starting this board game. Nick, this is awesome. <laughs> so um, these races have crash landed or they have awoken up on this ring world around a black hole. And as they progressing, they've realized, hey, this black hole is going to go critical and we need to get off this ring world. And so you got to collect resources. You might fight with other people up to you. Uh, and then you got to f- kind of find these symbols on cards that you gather and unlock the gates. And you can also okay. build a like hyperdrive ship that will allow you to escape. And depending on how you end the this game will depend on how you start the next game. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. that's pretty cool. I like that. I like that idea. It's been kind of interesting to watch him as he's going through the development and some of the things that he's been able to, you know, because he's been kind of sharing this with us for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Yeah, that's awesome. Best of luck, man. Definitely let me know when yeah. it comes out. I'd love to give it a ride. All right. Sounds good. All oh, right. So, yeah. going off, Tim. I saw you go grab him. I did. But that's, I was going to give you a chance to talk first, but I'll, I'll share my. So, we, because we, whoopsie daisies. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just punching my microphone. Boom. He's so angry. <laughs> that's, that's how I, that's how excited I am. I punch things when I'm excited. Uh, so, I just got this one today. Oh, nice. Ooh. Optimus. Yeah, pretty excited about that one. Uh, but here are my two favorites, and they're actually not superhero related. Uh, this one is Black and White Woody from Toy oh, Story. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I really liked that one because uh, just my kids watched Toy Story over and over and over again when my boys were little. Um, and this is one of my favorite characters of all time on TV. Oh, that's or, amazing. Also known as Nick without glasses. <laughs> I love Ron Swanson. But yeah. The only right. thing I wish that that one had is I wish it had the little note that says I can do whatever I want. But yes. I I just I I love Ron. I he's just amazing. He's so my husband at the same time though. <laughs> so my husband. I'm surprised that my husband doesn't have a wall safe with bacon in it. But you, you can't be sure that he does. Not. Our walls are pretty thin. I don't think mm. there's room to store some. John's bacon. a pretty resourceful fella. I'll give him credit. He is. he is. I'll give him credit. All right. So cool. All right. So Kathleen, do you have anything that you're collecting, or um, sort of? I mean, I we're good with sort of with our RPG games. Um. You don't have one, John. Our house is too small. I would know. I would smell the bacon. It could be outside. You don't know. (laughs) 
So with our RPG games, I actually had <laughs> a character in a previous campaign that I ordered a mini for and painted because it was a gnome barbarian. Because why not make a three foot tall barbarian? So yes. this is my custom mini for her. That's that then cool. I hand painted. She's so wow. tiny. Ah, where's the camera? Up there it is. She is so tiny. She's not gonna she's, focus. She's very, all. very gnomish. She is. Did you get that off of a uh, Hero Forge? I did. I did make it on Hero Forge. And it was so funny. Is the number of times that our <laughs> I'm not talking to you, Was the the number of times that the other players are like, your character makes no sense. Why do you have a three foot? My wizard has a stronger strength, a better strength than yours. And I'm like, that's because I'm three feet tall. You're six feet tall. There's a difference, but that doesn't mean I can't take you out of the knees. Has anyone exactly. thrown you yet? Hmm? Has anyone thrown oh, yeah. you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. So then in addition to that, because I love Laura Bailey and Critical Role and want to be her, I now have my little leather dice bag that I bought at the Renaissance Festival a couple years ago. Nice. Three sets of dice in it. Maybe four. There might be four sets of dice in here now. Standard. But the every time we go to the game store and I'm like, ooh, shiny rocks. And John's like, no. <laughs> like, but 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 I want more dice. Yeah, but I just yeah, but <laughs> and the number of times that at the beginning of a session I grab all of my D20s and roll them and whichever one rolls highest is the set I use. Because if Strong. you're gonna roll nice the first time, then maybe you will the rest of the time, and then I'll yell when dice rolls are low with the You are the chosen one. <laughs> I have a friend, last several games, she's been rolling ones oh. on, like, important things. And... Oh, no! <laughs> I don't play table games, but even I know that's bad. Yeah. See, and I, I super miss my, my gnome character. Oh, it's the Drayton sighting. Hello, Drayton! Well, hello, Drayton Allen. My gnome character was so much fun in this Pathfinder campaign because we got to the point where she had uncanny dodge because she's three feet tall and the nine foot tall character can't do anything to her because I can run away. But she would also, um, she had a pouch full of sand that I would throw into people's faces. <laughs> Ooh, pocket sand. Yes, I had pocket sand. Class. Or I had the option of pantsing characters. Yes. I like your character. Then, right? And it's so <laughs> funny is it wasn't until the other day when I measured my daughter that I'm like, Oh, you're the size of my gnome character. <laughs> All of the awesome. things that she did to these other characters makes so much more sense now. I and then I told it. my husband, I'm like, we need to pull this campaign back because I now know firsthand that this three foot character can do some serious damage to a six foot tall character by running head first into him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, life altering damage. <laughs> I'm my, like, my halfling, my halfling paladin is teaching those same lessons. <laughs> so I'm like, we need to resurrect this campaign. She needs to come back. I miss her. I'm not scared. You're scared. Shut up. <laughs> the gem. Into him, knock him over. I mean, stun him, pants him so that then his movement is impeded and throw pocket sand in his face. Like, See? That's a solid, it's a solid plan. Everybody thought that a three foot tall barbarian was going to be a bad thing. The GM that uh, I'm in. No, he, she, well, the kid, yes. Sorry. He <laughs> um, put together a sound file, and we just had like this really epic 
game and one of the characters wife's one of the characters wife died and left him a letter and she and he had someone like act out the audio clip of it and i was like instead of a, a a tpk he did a tpc a total player cry we were all just like Oof. oh no like <laughs> we, we have a rule with our gm that you don't kill the pets you never kill the dog you never kill the companion animals and you don't kill your character's parents <laughs> or spouses or children like those all seem like solid rules. I'm not going to lie. They are. They are. And I can also convince our GM to do pretty much anything I want him to. So your GM is John? Yeah. Okay. Thought so. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Don't want to say that I was seeing through that, but I was seeing through that. All right. So we were going to talk a little bit about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier as well, but we're we're kind of running close on our, on our hours worth of time here. But I do want to just squeeze in some quick thoughts because uh, we are starting to have a really nice conversation about this in the uh, pre-show. So if we can carry on with that for just a quick moment. Uh, Jason, what are your thoughts on Falcon and Winter Soldier, and where do you hope it's going? I I wasn't a super big fan of the first episode. It might be just because it felt like the start of a movie, and I didn't get the continuation right away. But I got the binge 2, 3, and 4, and I think the show is amazing. I think it's wonderful. I think it's the Captain America 4 we all wanted. Because it does a great job picking up the threads from the other movies and carrying mm-hmm. them on. And <laughs> Ugly cap. No, it's it's cap from Wish. I like John's story, <laughs> even though you know he took a turn for the worse. But right, yeah, okay. No, I've been very I've been very uh, pleased with it. Where do you where do you hope it's going from here? I don't know. I mean, I hope to get some resolution for Sharon Carter. I have a feeling she's associated with the um, big boss person that was the power broker. The, yeah. Yeah, me too. I think she's associated. I think that we're getting a Steve Rogers cameo, even though nobody else here thinks so. <laughs> nope. I'm going on record now. Okay. You are on record, sir. I think it'd be fun if we got old Steve Rogers. Yeah, that's what I want. Like, oh, okay. But I want him to come on and beat the crap out of John. I just want him to stare him down and be like, I'm disappointed in you. Give an inspiring speech. <laughs> there you go. All right, Casey, what about you? What are, you, what are your hopes, thoughts, and dreams? Uh, I have so many, but it's specifically on this show. I love what they're doing. I love the the buddy cop thing. They've moved through it swiftly. We understand that they have a past and a history, and we get to kind of jump into experiencing it that where they're coming back after everything, after the Steve, after the Shield. They've done a fantastic job of really progressing that story yeah. and putting it and doing it kind of nicely. Like, I mean, yeah, Cap goes nuts. I think it was spoiler, but uh, the new American agent ain't so swell. Not such a nice guy. Uh, He's a jerk. Yeah, and they did a really good job creating that moment mm-hmm. and, well, and I, giving yeah, us thought, that that turn of like, yeah, we something's off with this guy, and then who some's way off with this guy. The buildup okay. for the last couple episodes, I thought, had been really good at building that that storyline. Yeah, how he got and showing how he got to be such a jerk. Yep, absolutely. And they did a lot of fun stuff with with a lot of uh, like the race part with that whole Black Falcon. Well, then I call you Black Kid. Like, I love that. It was so funny. I just absolutely loved it. Like they've just they've touched on so many things. and They did a really fantastic job showing a lot of a lot of breadth to this story. But now I'm like ready for it to end and get into the movies. There you go. Just to backtrack real quick. Drayton said to make people uh, hate new cap so Falcon can be more popular. And John responded with. That's a solid adaptation of the new Coke marketing strategy. 
It makes sense. It Crystal does. Crystal all over. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm very anxious to see where this goes from here. I'm I've loved it so far with all the Madripoor stuff. I'm I'm hoping there's an X Men tie-in, a mute at least a mutant tie-in somewhere because you know that's where Wolverine liked to hang out. Um, uh, so I'm kind of hoping that that's. I was kind of hoping that uh, that we would see something about the X Men and the mutants and uh, Wandavision. That didn't happen. Uh, so I'm kind of ho- now I'm kind of hoping that it's here. But I also don't think it's going to happen here. But it's a whole yeah, concept. agreed. And we we did get some cool stuff with you know they were in Latvia, so we mm-hmm. have that Victor Von Doom connection, yeah. which one of my favorite all time here or villains. I guess if some people want to call him villains, I still think he's a hero. Yeah, it's just misunderstood. Like but very, we don't very. really we don't really know when this stuff was filmed, like before the Fox deal, during the Fox deal, after. But yes, I definitely think we're getting there. I think the TV shows are going to introduce some of those characters. Yeah, I think so. I yeah, that's the thing. I don't know when they were filmed. I'd have to look it all up. But but yeah, there's there's definitely our, our monsters. Yeah, I think we have some solid introductions to the next next uh, stage of movies. Um, well, Drayton, we're telling everybody that you like X Men better than the MCU. So the Not secret the is out, sir. Man. You can't you can't type that and expect <laughs> it to be hidden. You know what? Right. I'll give you one. I like um, Dark Phoenix. You you like eh. that movie? I like Apocalypse too. I feel like those are the only two X Men movies we uh. actually got. All the other movies were Wolverine movies. But I like. Uh, where's the remove from stream button? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Dude, I like the young cast. I'm like the only person. I, I vehemently no, disagree I, with you, but um, I'm cool with Alpha you. Flight. There's a couple of them that are cool. Like I yeah. like you know uh, uh, the the guy they have play Eric Lenshare. Yeah. he's wonderful. You know, you give yeah. me a good Magneto. You gave me a good yeah. James McAvoy's awesome. Mm-hmm. I like the characters, but I mean, basically X Men was burned to a crisp to me after three, The Last Stand. That thing is oh, a really? nightmare. That was a pretty brutal movie. So it was rough. All right. Well, hey, we've only got a couple minutes left here, so I want to give you guys a, a little bit here to tell everybody about your show, where they can find you, all that kind of stuff. So I'll let you guys choose who gets to go first, but Jason. Oh, really? Okay. Um, you can find me. I do the three geeks podcast. We're live every Sunday at 12 and there's an open invitation to everybody on this show to come join us. Uh, we get a little bit more crazy and more in the comedy and say weird things, but it's all geeky. Uh, we do a conversation series on, Mondays and Saturdays on the Scene Snobs channel. So check that out. The scenesnobs.com, 3geeks.ninja at 3geeks podcast. All right, cool. And I can be found on the Scene Snobs podcast, which can be found on the scenesnobs.com or check us out on our YouTube channel. Like, subscribe. I hope you enjoy. Uh, and all of our SS feeds are also through the scenesnobs.com. And that's every Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. live. Very nice. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you so much for for being here today. Thank you for sharing your insights, your laughter, and uh, hope you guys had a good time. Uh, thank you so much for having us. This was fantastic. I had a blast. This was great. Appreciate y'all. It's great to meet you, Nick, Kathleen. Nice to had meet you. Had a too. ball, Tim. You be- beautiful hunk of man. It was great to see you again. Mm. I try. I try. Oh, that's our that's our jam. That's just Kathleen. what we do. We make it awkward. <laughs> it's got to be awkward. It's the you best. make it awkward so you can feel comfortable. That's the way this See, works. And it, it, we get to the point where we make it awkward enough, but then it's no longer awkward. So <laughs> exactly. it's, weird. Mm-hmm. it's weird that I've been on more shows with Casey this month than Mick. It feels right. <laughs> well, you know, there was that. There was the whole vacation. Uh, you know, hey man, Jersey. it must be nice in Bermuda. Yeah. <laughs> 
If why does Bermuda smell like Jersey though? That's the only thing I don't know. Somebody scrapyards uh, there. <laughs> Who knew? Bermuda's full of scrapyards. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to conclude us to, for our live show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to uh, not only subscribe and follow uh, Jason at Three Geeks Podcast, uh, but Casey as well uh, at the Seed Snobs. But if you already haven't clicked the like and subscribe button here for Funny Science Fiction, please make sure that you do that. And then also follow along uh, in the chat. You'll see uh, notes there for River City Tees and, of course, Level Up Lightsabers. Go buy a cool lightsaber. Wait, you know you want you one. You can customize the color so you can get a pink lightsaber. Yes, you can. It's very customizable. You they won't look amazing. be sad. They are so, so cool. All right, guys. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye, y'all. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at Funny Sci-Fi, or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the Contact Me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. <laughs>